This is Truth Be Told. Hey everyone, and welcome to Truth Be Told. We're really excited about today's episode. We have Jen here today. We're so happy to have her and our other amazing co-host. And so we're just going to jump right in. Okay, Marilyn Monroe's birthday was this weekend, June 1st. Okay, yeah, she would be 93 years old today if she were still alive. Now, if you guys are not familiar with Marilyn Monroe, she is an American actress, model, and singer, and she became most famous during the 1950s and 1960s and still is a popular culture icon today. So I want to propose to you some questions about beauty and how it's evolved over time. So in her day, curvy, voluptuous you know, mm-hmm. beauty was in, right? And the, honestly, the average size in the 1950s, I looked up, guess, what do you guys think it was? The average size? Yeah, in the 1950s. Mm, maybe like a size 10? I don't know. Close. That's really close. Anyone else? Six. Close. Eight. Oh. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. And then the average size also, well, actually, the lowest size was a size eight. I apologize. But the average size was a size 12. Wow. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Was yeah, it the same crazy. size like uh, measurements? Yeah, it was the same measurements. Different. Yeah. So I was like kind of researching this because I found this really fascinating. And it was all about the clothing industry and how now they've kind of changed the way the sizing looks in our wardrobe to make women feel like they're smaller. Oh. Yeah. So really, we may have been the same size that they were. We just have different sizing now. Potentially. I feel like every store is different sizing, though. Like, I'll be one size at one store, and then I go to another. I'm at the point where I'm like, whatever fits me well is my size. It's not really one number anymore. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's true. I like to lean more towards the stores where it's like the lower size. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It just makes This sounds about right. Yeah. (laughs) But it's interesting, though, because even the body type was different, right? Like, the, the beauty... Was this curvy, kind of thicker, you know, not the defined abs that we see today. We're a little, like, kind of fluffier, like me, honestly. (laughs) Um, Fluffy is not a word. Yeah, I would not use that word for you. (laughs) We're we're coming back to that, I think, a little bit. I I agree. But but what do you guys think about pressure for beauty now these days where we are seeing more people who are, like, fitness gurus and, like, the six-packs and, like, muscle is in. And it's, like, this crazy extreme um, idea of beauty. Yeah. yeah. We're also seeing more, I feel like nowadays I see more body positive posts though too, or I mean, at least on Instagram, like I see body positivity everywhere and it's like the Dove campaign and the Airy campaign and there's all these movements to get women, you know, loving themselves any size, which yeah, yeah, I think it's positive. One of the things I love is there's magazines out there who are refusing to do airbrushing now, which I think that's that's really cool. cool. Because, like, you can be a size 2 and still have cellulite, you know, or you can be a size 16 and not have it. But, like, there's just so much stigma in our culture around things, like, that you can't even help, like cellulite, that I'm like, oh, I love that you're not airbrushing that out anymore on people because it's real. It's real life. So whether you're a 16 Mm -hmm. with no cellulite or you're a size 2 with cellulite, like... I just think we're getting a lot better at being more authentic in our expression of all sizes are beautiful. I love it. Yeah, Yeah, and health isn't a number. And I think that's the thing is, like, there can be someone who is a smaller size, but they're not healthy internally. And they have all these tests where they can, like, test your 
your internal age and what you're actually your body is actually showing you in terms of your age and your health and there's people who they look relatively healthy but then they did this assessment and they were like oh you're in your 40s if you looked at your health and your wellness and so I think for it to be defined by a number in terms of health isn't really like I think we're all realizing and understanding it now that it's not a Mm -hmm. just assessment for health yeah. Like and you're a fit professional. Yeah, <laughs> you're a pro. This is a pro. No. <laughs> yeah, and cellulite does not discriminate. Like, I love that you said that because it's yeah. so true. Mm-hmm. Like, cellulite is an equal opportunist kind of situation. <laughs> like, I remember when I lived in New York, my friend and I had really great opportunity to go to Fashion Week. And I was so surprised wow. when you're so close to the models that they have cellulite. And they yeah. are just like you know walking down and they're like the ideal of beauty and these girls were like strutting with no shame with the cellulite and everything and I'm like it made me feel so normal I'm like okay like this is a normal thing like we're women and you and even like you know like little stretch marks and stuff oh yeah yes go girl you know I mean what's crazy is it's like okay who is the standard actually for because men I don't think care that much about things like cellulite yeah stretch marks they're like oh I just like women you know but my my trainer told me this fact about how uh if you lined up a bunch of women on a line and you had men and women prefer which like what version of the same woman they would choose I'm not explaining this very well but like uh men almost always prefer the woman that's 10 pounds heavier than the women do yeah yeah I know that my husband doesn't like really defined muscles on a woman like, oh, but that's just his yeah. preference, you know? Yeah. So I'm like, oh, look at this girl. She's got a six-pack. Right. And he's like, yeah, I don't really love that. So I'm like, oh, yay, thank God. It's <laughs> <laughs> good yeah. news for me right there. <laughs> so I wonder, too, if that's why, well, that's, like, totally random, if, like, Sports Illustrated was, like, a became popular magazine. Because if you notice, like, the girls on the front cover – they were never really like stick figures. They right. were always a little bit more voluptuous. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And I know that I know that, that was one of the most bought or sought after even mm-hmm. covers or purchases right. of magazines. Edition. Yeah, the yeah. swimsuit edition. Yeah. 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 So fascinating. Okay, so uh, have you guys ever struggled with body image? Truth be told. Always. I grew up being very aware of health and wellness, and I think that benefited me, but it also was, like, something that I had to overcome because I was like, oh, well, like, this is healthy, this isn't healthy, I should watch this and be careful with what I'm eating and, and all these variables that actually made me overthink who I was and, like, what my beauty looked like. And so I'm a personal trainer, but then... Like, honestly, being in the health industry, it actually was harder for me to be more, like, confident with my body. So, um, I actually chose for my own, like, mental health and happiness to step away from doing it as a a full-time job and choose to love it just for me because it was, I could feel it eating at, like, my heart and my confidence. And so, I was mm-hmm. like, I want to pursue mm-hmm. health and wellness for me, not because I have to. And yeah. I think that... In that industry, um, there is this whole movement of, like, muscles are beautiful, this is beautiful. And they kind of keep trying to dictate to you what is beautiful. But for me, I'm like, I want to pursue what I believe I feel most beautiful in and how I feel like I enjoy pursuing health for me. Because some people love running. I'm trying to learn to love running. And then other people love weights or yoga. And I think that everyone just needs to find what 
fits for them, not trying mm-hmm. to fit into like a stigma or an expectation. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Yeah, so. totally. I love that. Yeah, I think that um, I definitely struggled with body image. I remember like high school, college age, I would look in the mirror and just be like, I am so, like literally be like, I'm so fat and like speak that over myself mm-hmm. and like think it and I would cry. I remember crying to like my best friend all the mm-hmm. time, like before we would go out, I'd be like, oh my gosh, I'm just like, what I saw in the mirror was like not reality. Yeah. And it, she would all, like, I didn't, it was, like, joking and serious. She'd be like, I think you have, like, body dysmorphia. Not, like, like an actual, like, diagnosis or anything, but it would be, like, this every week before we went out type exchange. Um, and so, yeah, it's just, like, this, and I don't really know, like, where it came from or how it happened, but I just remember, I, I mean, I think it was a lot of comparison, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I had a lot real. of friends who were, like, very athletic, and so it's just, like, built into their everyday life. Um, and I'm not athletic, and I... I mean, I had the choice to probably go after a healthier lifestyle when I was when I was younger. <laughs> I just was like, nah, I don't need it. Um, but I think that now, like, even though I'm like a smaller, more petite person, it's more about like the mental state yeah. to like work. Mm-hmm. Like, it's of course like taking care of myself and making sure that like I'm healthy, but yeah. also like very mentally like going yeah. towards like health and wellness. Yeah, I think that's like more on the rise right now. To be yeah. honest, like beauty isn't just like on the outside it's on the inside it's how you feel and it's like looking at yourself in the mirror and being like maybe I'm not where I'm at but like I'm so proud of where I've come mm-hmm. yeah you know? that's good yeah, yeah. that's that so awesome good. I that makes sense but yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean it's interesting you're talking too about body type and being petite because when I think about body image issues like growing up I didn't have a, as many of those for some reason like in my home um, having a booty was actually celebrated. <laughs> My mom is half Puerto Rican. She's always like, like, uh, and <laughs> you got to show that. Okay. But I actually am really insecure about things like like, my head is kind of small for my body. And, like, my oh hands my are small. For, I know it's really oh dumb. Small, but when I, <laughs> small hand club. I know. When I find people in the small hand club, I'm so excited. I have the opposite. I have a big head. And then, like, I know. I'm like, I have very big hands. Yeah, me too. We're all going to start. No, it's absolutely what I think about in body image terms. But, you know. There, there's no magazines, airbrushing yeah. hands. Maybe, actually. They probably do. I they mean, there are hand do. models. Yeah. There I mean, are I've done models. it every now and again. It's good money. You know what, though? I'm going to tell a story wow. right now. Because I went to a coffee shop this morning, and I was uh, talking to this barista, and he was, uh, you know, handed me my coffee. And I was like, hey, what's your name? And he introduced himself, and he put out his hand, and he only had, like, like two fingers on his hand and he grabbed my hand and he shook my hand he's like I know it's weird right like he just said it and I was like I was so taken aback by it and he's like I was born with seven hands it's so cool I mean seven Seven fingers seven fingers not seven hands seven fingers is so cool and he just started telling me about like how amazing it is how he has seven fingers and he's able to like live a life just like anybody else and how awkward people feel when they shake his hand but he thinks it's cool I was like I think it's cool too but I walked away from that being like that confidence, like he just went, he just yeah. went right for the handshake, and he was yeah. like, "Let's talk about how cool my hands are." And I was like, "Yeah, yeah. Yes. I'm yeah. taking notes over here, okay?" <laughs> oh yeah, well, I just awesome. remember for me personally, like growing up in New York, and also too, like I'm half Puerto Rican, so yeah. like culturally there is a difference. Like for us, like curves and and boobs mm-hmm. and all the hips and things were like normal. Yeah. Um, but but growing up, I didn't even actually have those. So I was like really like thin and like 
flat chested and like no hips, no booty, nothing to begin with. And everyone else in my family had that. So I kind of felt left out in like the department of like blessing. Am I really a part of this family? Was I adopted? However, my brothers did joke with me about that. And like, yeah, remember when you were dropped off at the front of the door? And I'm like, what? No, but no, but seriously, they would just joke with me all the time with that. But I just remember feeling kind of awkward in that regard, like not feeling like I fit in with my culture or my family. And then out of nowhere, I think it was like junior high school, like puberty hit. And then all of a sudden I started like getting boobs. You were a late bloomer. I was a late bloomer. And and then I was like, oh my gosh, what are these? Next thing I know, I'm wearing double sports bras. And so I just always felt, I was like, chasing after what I thought was and wasn't and never satisfied and realizing that I had to define what beauty was for me internally, right? And so something collective that I'm getting, as you guys are saying, it's we can't define beauty by one standard. It really just has to be defined by our own self and our own confidence and really not uh, putting our value in what, you know, others look like and really just loving yourself and embracing who you are, whether you're skinny, whether you're curvy, whether you're not, big head, small hands, whatever (laughs) just embracing your beauty and you know and that's what I really love is like if you look at this table we all look different we're all different shapes and sizes and like there's so much beauty at this table and there's so much beauty out there and you for you guys too so yeah Y'all yeah. beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a little raspier. Still a little raspier. <laughs> I feel like, um, like we touched on it a bit, I feel like body dysmorphia is a bigger issue than, like, we kind of let on to. Like, we kind of talk about it with, like, um, body positivity, but I don't think, like, people understand that people that we look at and we're like, oh, they're yeah. the ideal body type. Yeah. They look at themselves and they're like, I'm having a hard day. Like on Instagram, mm-hmm. you'll see it all the time. Yeah. And I think it's like time for us to take authority over what, like, what we're letting speak truth to us and That's like good. what we let yeah. into our hearts. And if it's fo- unfollowing social media accounts yeah. because they're making you compare yourself to them, not because they're a bad person or anything, but you have something in your heart that's like, you're not good enough and you don't look like that. Yeah then you need to, like, flush that out because it's just robbing you of your confidence and your joy. And I think it's time for us to just understand that we're all different, everyone's different, and it needs we need to be okay with it. Because if you're not okay with it now, like, in my mind, I'm like, if I'm not happy with my body now, what's going to happen when I have kids? Oh, yeah. And it's not my body. Or what if I couldn't yeah. hear or see or, like, yeah. I didn't have all my hands? Like, what would my perception of beauty be? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I think... I think, like, the biggest mirror in front of me was having a daughter. Mm. And so I'm like, oh, I have a little girl now who's six years old. And so she's just getting into Barbies and, you know, like, all of the... I'm like, that is not real right there. (laughs) But anyway, she plays with Barbies and loves it. And and I remember one day she was like, Mommy, I hate my hair. She has this gorgeous curly hair. And it's like, oh, I I just love her hair. Mm -hmm. And she has this beautiful caramel skin. And she's like, I want blue eyes like you. Why do I have brown eyes? Like, I want straight hair. Why do I? And I'm like, like, it just breaks my heart as a mother Mm. to hear my daughter not appreciate the beauty that she has because she's a really beautiful little girl. And so it's just... Now I'm so conscious and so aware of how I treat my body and the That's things good. that I say over my body because awesome. she's so listening good. to me. And, like, you know, you're driving down the street and she's, you know, she the other day she was like, what the heck? And I'm like, what? Don't 
say that. She's like, but you say it when you're driving. And I'm like, oh. So, like, they're picking up everything that you're saying. And so now, like, whenever I'm, you know, if she comes in and I'm getting changed and stuff, she'll, like, she'll look at my scar and she's like, what is that? Why have you got that? I'm like, well, that's mommy's cesarean section. That's how I had you guys. I love this scar. And so, like, I've really learned to talk really good about my body because – do I love everything about my body? No. Would I change some things about my body? Definitely. <laughs> but I'm like, I've got this new appreciation for my body because I'm like, oh, I'm going to teach you what it looks like to love yourself and to love your body. That's and so, so beautiful. So and I love what you were beautiful. talking about, about the reflection of like seeing that in your daughter and like taking that ownership and being like, hey, look, I'm going to set example of yeah. what it looks like to just embrace myself. I think that's yeah. so powerful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a good accountability yeah. strategy. Just have babies. <laughs> You see that? <laughs> just have a baby. Mom, you're watching? You know, <laughs> just keep, you'll talk me into it eventually. <laughs> well, it was just really cool what you were talking about, too, about social media and accounts. And I think a lot of things that people yeah. overlook is the fact that a lot of things are airbrushed. Yes. They are. And I am so, so championing the people who literally take that cover off. And they're totally. like, look, I'm telling you, it's angles. It's yeah. lighting, mm-hmm. it's Photoshop, professional yeah. makeup, professional makeup. <laughs> yeah. sometimes it's, you know, surgery, you know, yeah. so it's like, you know, sometimes we will define ourselves by things that are so false and yeah. they are not really actually right. yeah. real. And we like will beat ourselves to the ground with these crazy random diets or all these like extreme yeah. beauty things. When at the end of the day, it's like what you guys are all saying is just really just, I think it's that internal, that internal thing yeah. But I yeah. really love people like Sophia Vergara, the actress from Modern Family, Mm. she's created a line um, that's very affordable and she calls it like inclusive, like size inclusive. So she's created a line that not only is for petite to like double zero, but all the way to people who are maybe a three XL. And so really just embracing everybody and these campaigns where we see like Rihanna with Fenty Beauty and and her line. And we're just seeing all of these celebrities come now and rally around Mm -hmm. this idea of redefining what beauty actually looks like and so I think it's such a powerful message today and I think we have to realize it goes both ways like I have a friend who's in the fitness industry and she is like nothing she's so tiny you know but she gets like she gets a lot of slander online and everyone's like I just want to feed her a hamburger and like I just you know and I'm like it goes both ways like there are some girls who are really thin that they have body issues Mm -hmm. because we constantly are telling them hey you need to get fatter basically let me feed you a hamburger and it's like well I mean I think sometimes we're so used to bigger people wanting you know them having the struggles with their body but it it does go both ways and it's interesting because it's like oh we just everyone is going through something everyone is at a different point in their journey through their body image and we just have to learn to be really kind to each other you know and that goes with social media, with the words that we speak. And And self-criticism. Like, a lot of that time, it stems, like, the root of criticizing other people is from negative self-talk, you know? So, like, with body image issues, I feel like one of the best things you can do is just actually, like, speak over yourself. Like, like, I am beautiful. Yeah, Yeah, and that actually, like, I mean, neuroplasticity, like, rewires your brain. Like, I believe this, you know? Like, I believe I'm beautiful. I believe that I am... Uh, my body is a vessel and I'm going to treat it really, really well. Like, yeah. So you judge other that. people according yeah. to the way that you judge yourself. Yeah. That's so if you're harsh yeah. on other people, you should kind of take a look on how you judge yourself 
and chances are yeah. you're going to be pretty harsh on yourself. So. Yeah. That is so yeah. deep. Yeah. There was like this little girl, I'm not sure if you've ever saw this video, I think I might attach it just so people can see, but it was this little girl in the mirror and her dad was with her. Oh, I was a two oh, yeah. I am beautiful. I am awesome. <laughs> I am, no. And she's just like saying all of these I am it. statements yeah. over herself that like she's like, oh, I'm awesome, yeah. I'm beautiful. Mm -hmm. And she was just like, hi, bears, awesome. today is going to be a good day. And like she's just in the mirror and I'm like, you are literally like my spirit animal. Like right. I like, like your person is like what's inside of like each and every one of us. That I think we just have to awaken yeah, of just yeah. that, like exactly yeah. what you're saying. And like, there are moments when I'm having negative self-talk and I'm like, okay, I have to look at myself in the mirror and I'm reminded of that little girl. And I stand there, I'm like, I am beautiful. I am awesome. Today's going to be a good day. You know? And yeah. I, I, I do that. Yeah. Power pose. Yeah. Power yeah. pose. <laughs> I love though that the reason is, is because she's been, she's got a good dad yes. like her dad she didn't just wake up and start saying that like yes. her dad her parents are the ones that instilled that within her so good and so I feel like we have an awesome responsibility and like that we get to train up the generation that's coming underneath yes. us to kind of start making these positive declarations so and, good. and be yeah. the maybe the role models that we didn't have yeah. maybe yeah. when we were children yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, that's so cool. Yeah, I love um, what you were talking about too about just like how your friends in the fitness industry and how it goes like both ways. Yeah, mm -hmm. um, and I think that it's also about like honoring people's like stories and like a lot of people yeah. have worked yeah. really hard to like yeah. get the body they ha like they have. And I even back to like my friends in high school, like they worked really hard, like they were in athletics like all yeah. day, and I'm just like comparing myself. But like, you know, what am I doing? <laughs> like, I'm sitting on the couch. Like, oh, you know, and of course, like, yeah, there are times where like we're doing a lot and we're not seeing the results. Yeah, like there's that side too. But like, it's like respecting the fact that like some people actually like work harder really than hard. some yeah. of us, yeah. and so like. Yeah their bodies are going to look different and like the results are going to look different and yeah. just being like, yeah, amazing way yeah. to go. Yeah. You know? It's so, so yeah. true. And I think it's like, yeah. so like, that's why social media, I think is taking a, like a turn almost. And the conversation mm -hmm. with like Aryan accounts like that, like, I just feel like there's been this invitation with social media to make it for good. Like, yeah. what can we do with this? Like, yeah. what can we do with this platform? Yeah. Because a lot of comparison happens on it. Yeah. I've unfollowed so many people where I'm like, this is not, like, I don't, one, I don't know this person. And, like, it's not feeding me well. So, like, yeah. I need to unfollow them. Like, what's yeah, the point of good. following them? Yeah. Just like, yeah. oh, I wish I was this person that I know nothing about. Yeah. You yeah. know? And so... I just love, like, the way social media is going, and it's so easy to get caught in that trap. Like, there are apps out there for just the normal human to download and, like, retouch here or there. The and I've totally human. done the it. Normal like, human. Like, well, normal human. Human. You don't need, like, an airbrush. Like, you need to I cover both. And I'm like, yeah. like I'll just go in this like, oh, get rid of this. Get rid of that. And then I post it, and I'm like, oh, everyone's going to know this is a lie. I tried one of those makeup. Because you can get one that's, like, a makeup app. And I tried one. I looked like a full-on drag queen. Oh, my God. I was like, oh, that would have been fun. but Did you post it? No. It was so ridiculous. It was so ridiculous. I did try lip fillers on the app. I was like, I wonder, I just want to know. You know, it's just yeah. one of those things. I just want to know. Did and then you I like did it? it. No, I really did. Oh, hey, that's I really great. did. I was okay. like, hey, that's gonna honest. Be real. Maybe one day I'll get lip fillers. So that's funny. Honest. I've had some friends who have had lip fillers. Me and they too. Love it, so, yeah. You know? Whatever. I used that uh, Kylie Jenner filter oh, on uh, yes. Instagram, and I took a picture, and I was like, shout out to Kylie Jenner for my, doing my makeup for bed tonight. <laughs> and, like, I was just saying to my mom, I was like, oh, where are you going? Like, You're going to bed. This isn't here. It's not real. <laughs> I love using that app because it and talking because it makes my lips look wobbly, and it looks like I'm sad. I'm like, hey, guys. 
<laughs> like on the verge of tears. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> having a great day. <laughs> I'm beautiful and sad. What's really funny to me is like when people use filters and they don't realize that some filters actually tell on you. Like oh, yeah, it, it, it actually like says, the yeah, yeah, but like some people are like, oh, my glam or blah, blah, blah. And it's like they forgot yeah, yeah. that the, the thing said, oh, filtered by. Oh. Yeah. yeah it tells on you. I feel I, like that's new. I see. Yeah, because before. So I'm like, I used to get away with it. Yeah. Now you can't. Now you can't. <laughs> and I think switch when that happens. Some people don't realize that it started telling on you. So they're like, oh, my gosh, look at this. And I was like, oh, my gosh, the filter is saying what it is over it wow yeah so it's like you you like now it's like yes so yeah. in the forefront like people know when you're being yeah. filtered or airbrushed and things and I think like exactly what you guys are saying people are looking for people who are unapologetic who are just authentically themselves who are not filtering things anymore and just like yeah. embracing yeah. their beauty and I think the more we do that and more and more conversations we have about that I think even like the industry will continue to change like yeah. where clothing yeah. lines will be more inclusive yes. for everyone from petite to, you know, curvy, even like, you know, with makeup and skin tones and all the different yeah. things that's happening. Because yeah. we are the ones buying. The yeah. Yeah. So we are in control. But yeah, that's it true. seems like sometimes we're relinquishing that control and we're just taking whatever they're giving us. It's like, yeah. we have the power. We purchase hardcore. <laughs> yeah. So, you know what I mean? I think healthy is sexy. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, exactly. I think if you're like 16, like a size 16 and you're healthy, yes. that's awesome. Yes. I think if you're a triple zero, do they do triple zero? I don't, I don't I've know. never been a zero, obviously. <laughs> um, triple zero. Whatever the lowest <laughs> is. Like into like the kids like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like like zero to Five year old child. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but I think it's healthy is if you feel good and you feel healthy, then yeah. I don't think size is as big a, a deal because yeah. we are getting this really good representation of size yeah. I think, these yeah. days. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, have you? I, I've definitely known people in my life who they were so confident in themselves that I was like, I'm bought in. You are the most beautiful <laughs> yeah. person, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know? Like, yeah. you, I mean, you know, they're beautiful to begin with, but really. Yeah. The confidence. Yeah. Yeah, confidence, the confidence is yeah. your best item. Yeah, I'm more confident wear. with my body <laughs> after three children than I was before I had kids. Whoa, and my body so isn't cool. as good, awesome. but I'm more confident in my body. That's really encouraging. I'm, yeah. What do you think yeah. changed for you kids. for that that like gave you that confidence? Well, I think I take care of myself a little bit better now. So it's like I'm mm-hmm. I'm very well aware of my health because I have to chase three kids around, and so I'm I'm probably healthier, yeah. but I'm definitely not thinner. Like I'm I'm bigger now than I was before I had kids. But I'm like I just have such an appreciation for my body. That's I'm so like cool. I think you know we treat our bodies like an object that we have to be happy with, yet instead of being thankful for what right. it does for us. And yeah. so yeah, when you have like this baby that you get to grow and it comes out and you're like oh my gosh I did that like that's like you just gain appreciation for your body and you just like I I think even having the daughter helps because you just you do just begin to love your body more and I'm like oh yeah I'm definitely squishier for sure (laughs) yeah I've got stretch marks (laughs) I'm squishy but you know I mean I don't I don't really care anymore and I think the older you get you might not care I don't know it's like you know the 80 year old women they're just kind of like who cares what I say maybe I'm like that I don't know I'm learning to care less about what other people think that is so huge okay you guys just tell me what do you think would advice what is one maybe nugget of advice that you would give to someone who's maybe struggling with 
body image, just to, like a takeaway to encourage them, maybe a practical thing yeah. that you could think for someone who's maybe watching and saying, hey, I can relate to this conversation, but like, give me something practical that you guys did to overcome that or. Yeah. Um, I think for me, I feel like I had a lot of people, um, like during that age where I was like, have like just going through it, having troubles, like they were like speaking, um, over me, they're like, no, that's not true and all that stuff, but I wasn't believing it. And so it got to this point where like, okay, people can be like giving you encouragement and, um, compliments all the time, but you're not going to be like, you're not going to receive it if you're not believing it yourself. So something I've been doing lately is literally looking in the mirror. I realize like I, so good. I like, obviously I'm at the mirror a lot, but I'm not very like really truly look at myself, like lock eyes with myself. So mm. I've been looking in the mirror, locking eyes with myself and just like declaring these things like you're beautiful. You're beautiful. So good. Like whatever I feel like I need to believe that day. And like, I won't leave the mirror until, um, until I feel like I believe it, you know? So So then it's like, people can compliment me and that's just like a bonus then. Like I want to believe it first. Um, and I want to be able to walk into a room and be like, I am amazing. I am beautiful. And sometimes if I'm feeling sexy, like I have two like roommates and I'll be like, guys, I feel sexy. And, like, we tell each other, and I'm like, yes, you are, you are. So so it's just, like, yeah. So it's, like, I think first it has to come from you, and then, like, the Mm -hmm. rest is just find people that are going to encourage you and be like, yes, you are, like, so beautiful and so sexy or cute or whatever whatever you need that day. I love that. So does anyone else have any advice that you could give to someone who may be watching and may be struggling with body image? Oh, me? Yeah, (laughs) You know, I think just learning to be nice to yourself, like like, like yeah, you yeah. you talked about, just learning to encourage yourself. And even, like, if there's something that a lot of times for me it has to do with inaction, and I just know that I'm not doing everything that I can do to feel great about myself. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not living my healthiest or, you know, I am, like, overeating or, you know, just being more mindful of actually just taking care of my body as yeah. is yeah. and not so hating Yes. what I don't have, um, but yeah. just reminding myself, like, I can choose to make a different choice today. Like, I yeah, literally yeah. sometimes will be eating something that I feel like I shouldn't, and I'm like, you know what? You're not allowed to have power over me right now. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to put this in the trash as a reminder that you don't have <laughs> So that's what works for me. I love that. Anyone else? I try to remember, like, talk to myself how I would talk to my daughter. And so I'm like, I'm constantly telling myself the same things that I tell my daughter that, you know, beauty actually is pretty fleeting. Like you're not, you're never going to look back and be like, I feel like I was successful because I was the most beautiful person in the room. Mm, Like, and at the end of the day, like being kind, being generous and all of the moral characteristics are so much more important than how our bodies look in a bikini, you know? And so just being conscious of that and just... I think, like, your body is amazing, like, amazing, and we're all meant to be different. We're not meant to look like every single fitness model on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just not how we were created to look Mm -hmm. and to celebrate the differences. And, yeah, I think the more you can do that and realize that beauty actually, if you have a goal of what beauty is, you'll never obtain it. But if you have a goal of what healthy is, then that's something that's obtainable. Yeah. Yeah, and if okay. you can obtain that, then I think that just alters the way that you you respond to your body, you treat your body. And, um, yeah. But I will say, like, I love and appreciate the flaws that I have in my body now after having kids. Mm. I really do. Like, I love my scars. I love my stretch marks. So. 
I'm get, I'm starting to get maybe like these little arms, you know, like these little army things. Bat wings. And I'm like, you know what? These arms have carried babies two Come at a time on. sometimes when I've had like 13-month-apart yes. babies. I'm like yeah. one in each arm in capsules. And I'm like, so I'm like, I'm proud of these squishy, flappy arms. That's so inspiring. Them. So um, inspiring. I think for like coming from a personal trainer perspective the one thing I always encourage my clients was like pursue balance over extremes so I had a donut this morning because I'm like okay like that's my balance and I love donuts I love yes. donuts so one or two but it's about pursuing balance and make those little steps that you can attain each day and don't focus on an extreme and don't try and and make a diet a fat diet a lifestyle like yeah. it because it never will be yeah. a lifestyle like pursue balance drink your water and don't try and like cut yourself off from living a beautiful life and I feel like I've missed out on opportunities to socialize and and make good memories because I was so consumed with my my mm. physical appearance and and making sure I'm mm. like sticking to this plan because I can't have barbecue but then like I also love barbecue so like now it's just like focus on balance and surround yourself with people who like what you guys have said like that speak truth over you because was it my this quote my mom always said to me and I would always kind of roll my eyes and I was like nah and she's like show me your friends and I'll show you your future and like they're gonna speak over you yeah. what you want your future to be and like surround yourself with beautiful people yeah. Yeah. that love you and speak beautiful words over you. It's yeah, so good. So good. Yeah, I think beauty starts here and here. Yeah. So mm-hmm. for me, it's about practical ways to flush things that are garbage out of here yeah. Yeah. and yeah. feed things that belong in here. So right. for me, it's like journaling is a huge tool for me. So it's a great way to track what my thought process is. So I'll know really where my health and my heart is by what my journal writings are. Mm -hmm. So if it's a lot of garbage that I'm writing, I know, oh, Marquita, we need to sit down and we need to flush some things out the toilet. We need to have like a heart to heart kind of conversation with ourselves and be real. And sometimes I do need to phone a friend, you know, because I am believing something, you know, and it's great, like exactly what you're saying. And then sometimes I just really need to just be like, okay, you have to put your big girl panties on because if you can't control what your monologue in your mind is, then no one else can. And so I think journaling is a very practical way for me to do that. Just reading, reading things that help, uh, you know, encourage you, help kind of practically, psychologically get you into a place to really identify why you're feeling those thoughts. Mm -hmm. I think it's really helpful for that. And then setting up practical ways to, like you were saying, like put it into action. So, you know, a lot of self-care, you know, sometimes it's like take a bath. If you, if you take a bath, sometimes, yes. Yes. <laughs> you know, yes. like, I don't know, yeah. like there have been days where sometimes I don't brush my teeth till two and I feel like garbage because I should have just brushed my teeth at 10 a.m., you know, in the morning after I had my breakfast instead of waiting, like adult, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, like just yeah. practical things that sometimes we don't even realize that we don't do those self-care things that would make us feel so much better. But yeah, it's like I mean, if you don't brush your teeth, you don't take a shower, you're not eating well, you're not working out, you just feel... Right. She does hate showering. I hate showering. Oh, same. She does. Yeah. You know, you just yeah. feel so different. So I think even like practical ways and those practical 
practical things are very helpful. Guys, thank you so much for watching. We would love to hear from you. Comment below and let us know, have you ever struggled with body image? How have you overcome that? We'd love to hear maybe yeah. some of your wisdom and insights on mm -hmm. how you've been able to overcome body image. What do you think about social media and the standard of beauty? We'd love to hear back from you as well as if you have any comments or questions for the host, do that as well. Don't forget to subscribe to our channel. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and thank you guys so much for watching. Love you guys. Till next time. <laughs>